guys. <laughs> welcome to your booked. Welcome um, back. Welcome back. Um, so this episode, as we mentioned last, the last intro episode is mm. all about social media. Um, it's basically about whether you actually need it, if you don't need it, um, hints and tips, um, how it's helped our careers, um, and getting work through Instagram, what social media um, platforms we actually use, um, and just generally speaking about our experiences um, and how it's shaped our careers as we've um, as social media has grown and as our careers have grown. Um, so we're going to start off with Shivani and ask her what um, what her, what's your choice of social media? Oh, okay. So I feel like. At the beginning, I used... I guess it would be Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if we go, like, really, really far back, which is probably not much point in talking about now in this yeah. day and age, but mm. I, I, when I was younger, I had, like, MSN. Yeah. I had yeah, Bebo. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows what High Five is, but yeah. I had High Five. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was just for the Indian people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had loved a bit of High Five. Oh, we, we can't forget MySpace. Oh, yeah, MySpace. MySpace. So, yeah, we did all well. of it. Did you have it? I had a MySpace, a High Five. Oh, yeah. Bebo. I did have a Bebo, actually. Oh, I think it was called Bebo. I definitely had MSN because oh, I used to get so MSN. excited yeah. to come after school. Getting that dial-up yeah. 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 <laughs> AOL dial-up. I don't know, maybe maybe people are like, what are these two talking about? about? Yeah, probably. They're going to be too young. To yeah, you, if you don't know what an AOL dial-up is, is you're too young. young yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Shall now... Age. Yeah. I guess now it would be like... I've, I've definitely done Snapchat. I did mm-hmm. that when it was first like that. I'm not really on that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think after Kylie Jenner tweeted saying that it was rubbish, I feel like that little phase where everyone went off it I was like at that point I just couldn't even be bothered with it anymore yeah so I came off that Instagram um I got on to when it came out mm-hmm. um what else have I been on um currently so I've got Instagram I've got TikTok I'm not that active on it anymore that mm-hmm. was more of a kind of quarantine thing that I did every single day mm-hmm. just to get myself through the quarantine but I actually grew really quickly on it which was funny because that was definitely not my intention mm. I was just trying to keep myself like mentally yes yeah. you know it was like it was the only thing that I was practically mm-hmm. doing all day so yeah TikTok um what about Facebook yeah Facebook I had mm. Facebook mm. um I used to use that religiously and like update my status like 12 times a day but <laughs> so now we all through that phase haven't we but literally this morning I was thinking about Facebook and I was like I'm actually I woke up this morning I don't know why I thought I'm just going to deactivate my account mm-hmm. because I just do not use it anymore um and it just doesn't appeal to me at, at all I just feel like it's really long-winded and I don't know about anyone that's listening I don't know about you but mm. I just don't know anyone that really uses, uses it so it much anymore, anymore. Yeah. Mm. um and I feel like Instagram's a lot more quicker for me yeah. um in terms of like just getting content out mm. there mm. so um yeah what else have I used TikTok Instagram Facebook which I'm now getting rid of um I don't know I feel like this oh yeah YouTube oh yeah now yeah. I'm starting to like I've had a YouTube account for a little while um, but now I'm like starting to actually really get into it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's it really. What about and you? And with your YouTube, mm-hmm. um, in terms of how you interact with it, how do you use it? Is it more like a you record your day, or how do you, how yeah. do you? I guess I just take it as like mini little projects of mm-hmm. stuff that I just if I get like any random inspiration like. If whether that be that I'm traveling and I'm like okay like now I just got back from Kerala and I mm. thought oh I may as well film loads, a bunch of stuff in Kerala because it's just a chilled holiday and then I've come back and made a Kerala like travel vlog mm-hmm. so that'll be the next thing that's going up on my channel or whether it be that people in the comments are like can you show us your skincare routine then I'll just make like 
if I've got a bit of time in the evening, I'll just make a skincare video. So it's very as and when. I don't really use it um, for a specific thing. It's just like, it's just a more general thing that I just like to interact with my followers a little bit more on, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. What about you? So my, I mean, I think I've had like a very up and down relationship with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to pick one only one social media mm-hmm. platform to use it would be um instagram mm-hmm. but with that said I, as i mentioned i've had like a really like up and down relationship with it and it's it's more come out of my mental health um aspect of you know using it and not wanting to overuse it yeah but um it's really strange because I think when when I'd first started out I'd I remember when I'd won the modeling competition that I'd won to like that first like kind of gave me my introduction to being a model mm-hmm. the first thing that um they had asked me to do was update my um social my facebook status and that was the first thing that they asked me to do this was like literally I'd literally got the award and everything went off and they literally whisked me to the computer station to type in my status because that was part of the the the, 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 the deal as to put it so it's 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 weird because I didn't it was it was odd because I still felt like Facebook was still at its very early days at that point and I wasn't very social media savvy because I was still quite wary about how much and how little to put on social media I didn't no one knew exactly how much of a beast it was going to become Mm. or how much of a pivotal role it will have have in people's careers you know Mm. so I think at the start I was a little bit nervous Mm -hmm. um I used it quite regularly but it it, um you know at that point it was like Facebook and Twitter had just gone crazy yeah and then I'd then Instagram came around just, I think, 2012 or 2013, yeah, around that time. So. Um, and at that point, I remember thinking, oh, this is a really cool new app. Like, I really, really like it. And at that point, it was still baby. So it was, there was a few people on there that were stars that would end up on the Explore page. Mm. And I used to think, oh, my God, what, how many people, who are these people? Mm. And I think what I realized quickly was that Instagram was the account, was the, the social media platform that made everything feel a bit more personal yeah um and I remember thinking at that point I obviously had no idea how big it would ever get to um and then now I guess like you know fast forwarding like seven eight years on Mm -hmm. I've basically deleted every social media account I'm not active Mm -hmm. on Instagram at all and I haven't been for the last sort of six seven months and Honestly, I don't know if it really has had an effect mm-hmm. on the amount of work I'm getting as a model. I don't mm-hmm. know if it really... Um, I think it, the way I look at it is that it's just like it feels like an additional job. Yeah. And honestly, with all the time that we're spending working, I don't feel like I have the time to yeah. really... It is a whole job. It's, it's a real job. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, getting work, I don't feel like it's like massively um, changed the amount of workload that I've got. But yeah. I know that even while I was on Instagram, actively on Instagram, I wasn't getting... I was definitely getting a lot of like, oh, um, can you post this and we'll give you X amount for yeah. this or we'll give you free. But I remember thinking at the time, 
none of this pays my bills. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just thinking, unless I was actually getting a paid job, mm-hmm. which was very, very rare via Instagram, mm-hmm. there was no point in me really yeah, having it. It's a lot of work, work. For, for not a lot of like return. But I remember, I mean, I think we've both had like very different social media like experiences. experiences. Um, I know you've said. I mean, tell us a little bit more about like how, if you've had work, what you feel about um, feel getting work on social media platforms yeah, and so I on. Yeah, I think that it's not, it, I, I feel like very rarely, but I can't say never, but very rarely have I actually gone from like, got a booking from, mm. from Instagram. On the odd occasion, yeah, I have, I, I can't say that I haven't at all, mm. but very rarely but for me instagram and like social media has more been like it's just a good connector like mm-hmm. it will it will put me it will make me become a bit more seen in in certain people's eyes and then maybe down the line they will book me so it's just like um i don't know like it's just like someone will see me off someone's account blah mm-hmm. blah blah mm-hmm. this that and the other and eventually somehow the execution will come through and i'll get a booking through it but yeah it's more just like that people kind of get to know who you are, you are yeah and it that's a, and who you kind of hang around with or you know it's more so people can it, I feel like for me it's just added to it it makes people it helps people create a profile of you in their own head yeah that's a good way of looking yeah at it, and then like so specifically maybe for the designer that I just did a shoot for the I was just showing mm-hmm. Karen some images from a shoot that I recently did that person when I met the person on set they were like oh you hang around with this person and I saw that you did this and this and this and it was like I could understand that maybe I'd got that booking because I'd hung out with people that that they, person looked up to or they mm-hmm. liked and then mm-hmm. they thought oh I really want to book her for my campaign okay. so it's more like a good connector yeah. I don't know how much I think I agree with you when, with saying that it's a lot of work and it doesn't actually give you that much return. Turn, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. How do you feel... What's your position on private life? Of uh, private life and social media? Mm. Oh, I see. At the beginning, when, it, when like you were saying, in 2012 mm. or 13, when it was a little baby, I feel like I was kind of... Sometimes I'd put everything on there. And then I, and then sometimes I don't know. I feel I feel like I've backed off over the years. Like mm-hmm. I've realised that actually, unfortunately, people can be really horrible on social media. And I think that I'm quite protective now more than ever of my own private life. So I am very careful with what I put out there. Um, yeah. So I personally don't like to put anything that's going on mm-hmm. in my private life on social media. I feel like with me you're either one or the other and I don't know if I would ever I mean if we're talking about like being in a relationship with someone I don't know if I would ever like I mean if I did want to put a picture up of me and the person that I'm dating I would kind of ask them if they if if that's okay with them and if they felt Mm -hmm. comfortable and then I would I would have to mentally prepare myself for all the things that people are then going to say about it because once you put something on your social media it's an open invitation for carnage yeah that's the way that I like you're going to get other guys messaging you being like really did you want to be with this person or like or maybe the opposite like oh my god he's so this Mm -hmm. or he's everyone in their like next door neighbor's dog is gonna have like their opinion on that so for me personally that's just not something that I Mm. want to put up with yeah Yeah, like I'm very um I think I'm I'm quite a private person I feel like it's fine for your it's fine to put a lot of things on there but I I just draw the line Line, my relationship so um okay drawing the line with relationships how about family yeah um same with family kind of Mm. like I don't know it's 
I feel like yeah now now I am definitely because I've realized like I for example I always used to put my little nephew on there mm. and then when I'd meet people I didn't know for the first time they'd be like oh my god your nephew's so cute and they almost felt like they knew him yeah like, they'd yeah. be like oh he's so cute and when he did this and when he did that but at the time spare of the moment I'm just putting it on there because he did something cute like give me a kiss on the cheek and I just wanted to put it on Instagram but then I thought wow I'm like exposing him to so many people. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely think a little bit more into it now. Mm. So I'm. I just try and keep it more to do with work, work and me and like maybe me just having experiences and things. I try and think what would my followers want to see. Yeah. In terms of like me just going out and about, me going on holidays, but I try and limit the amount limit. of personal stuff I put on. Yeah. There. Okay. Um. What I about think you? for me personally, I had a real again another up and down relationship with this I felt like I interacted with people so I didn't I've, I've not got a massive following by any means it's it's around at the minute the profile is still there haven't completely deleted the account but I've got around 4,000 followers yeah. but I feel like those 4,000 followers that I have that I have um, I feel like they follow me because I offer a more personal experience. Mm. But I feel like that... I feel I've... Um, to some respect, given a lot of myself and my private life away. Mm-hmm. In return of all of that um, interaction. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, the reason why people have stuck around and continue to follow what I'm up to. Yeah. Um, but I think after I think what it was this this last year for sure I ended up reading during COVID and everything just reading and watching a ton of books and documentaries and I realized that I basically just took a complete U-turn with Instagram and all social media platforms. I felt I felt like Instagram was the most current one that I was using at the time. Mm-hmm. But I felt like all of my old, all of the other social media platforms, so like Twitter, um, Facebook, and all of those, um, represented a very old person, like mm-hmm. a person that I, because I stopped using those platforms. Um, and because I've stopped using those platforms, like there's tweets and things there from almost five, six years ago. Yeah, and I, I didn't even recognize the person that. I was while I was writing them and it just it I felt very young in those um, messages or those you know status updates and whatnot um and it wasn't to say that I wasn't um embarrassed by them or anything but I just felt like if I'm going to have any platform Mm -hmm. it should be Instagram because of the way that I can update it and make people um feel closer to me as a person Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think about sort of August last year, I basically did a complete U-turn even with that on Instagram and decided that I just was going to take myself off just for my mental health. Yeah. I'd read a good few books um, about just our understanding and how Instagram and social media works with their algorithms and what they do to keep us completely, absolutely addicted to mm-hmm. the platforms. And I think I took it from like a psychological point of view was that I didn't want to get 
stuck in this like rat race of like constantly having to update and keep people or getting mm. FOMO because I wasn't somewhere and getting FOMO because I didn't post something and you know I'd I felt like that was giving me a massive anxiety. amount of anxiety yeah. and I felt like I didn't know how to control it without having to actually step away and completely take myself mm. off of it so that I could prioritize the things that actually cared that I actually cared about um and I soon realized that that Instagram for me became a ma- now looking back on it six months of not using it a massive distraction yeah um and the one thing that I was worried about was obviously the amount of work I was getting I Mm -hmm. thought well maybe if I'm not active I might not be able to get any work and Mm -hmm. I you know people might think that I've dropped off the earth and I'm literally not not doing anything but then I realized actually all of those clients and people that I worked with beforehand were still there because I'd built a personal connection with With them without having to be on social media and I think that sometimes that's where the anxiety comes from because I feel like the interactions that you end up having on social media become so surface level interactions that you don't put in any effort when you actually go to meet mm-hmm. the person when you're face to face. And I think for me, I try to differentiate between knowing somebody on social media and knowing someone real personally life. in yeah. real life. Um, and I realized that actually none of my client base had... Um, had you know I, I was still working for the similar clients that I had I was still working and it, I felt like actually it wasn't making a massive difference whether mm-hmm. I had social media or not um so I mean in terms of private life I felt like I certainly did give a lot away uh relationships wise yeah I definitely gave away a lot family wise I gave away a lot but I realized that I didn't know what I was giving it away for. Mm. Like, I'd, because at the time you're kind of just in that bubble, bubble. aren't you? Yeah, and you you're in a bubble of just recording and and anything that you see, just taking a video yeah. of it because you're just in that zone of just constantly wanting to update and yeah. update and it just update. Just become second age. You don't yeah. even know what you're updating for exactly until yeah. you take a step off it. I mean, I've done the same. I've taken a massive break from it yeah. over the whole. Um, you know the whole um, quarantine period and I feel like when I now I've taken now I've even just had that detox yeah. I look at it so differently Definitely. I would recommend yeah. a detox to everyone by yeah. the way that's yeah. just something I'm putting out there yeah I think um, detox are necessary like vital parts of just living day-to-day life now and this, this is not just even talking about social media it's just um, talking about being connected and plugged into phones and TVs and and computers all of the time. Um, But aside from that, yeah, like, as you said, like, I mean, the the collaborations and so on were quite rare for me to feel like, okay, I could give up Mm -hmm. being on social media because Mm -hmm. I didn't, it wasn't making a massive dent in Mm -hmm. my career yeah you know um how would you how do you how do you feel like um collabs work out for you in the sense of like if it was a collaboration or interacting with people on do you have like any hints or tips that you would give to models that are collabing with someone that they've only first met on social media yeah I just think that like obviously if you're if you're getting collab, if you're just starting to come up and getting with your presence and you're starting to get collaborations, I think that 
it's really good to look at it from like a kind of bird's eye point of view. I think it's very easy to get really excited about collaborations and be like, oh wow, like I'm going to get all this free stuff. And it is, it's really exciting. But you kind of have to understand a few things. I think the first thing you have to understand is um, how much time and effort is it going to require from you? For example, I know this huge um, lingerie brand in like a nightwear lingerie brand in India and they're one of the biggest and they um, had seen my TikToks and they thought they were really funny and they were like Shivani like um, we'd love to collaborate with you um, and they didn't really know of my Instagram or anything or that I was even signed with an agency in India and I've been been a professional model for nine years now mm-hmm. they just thought I was like coming up on TikTok and that it would be cool for us to do a collaboration and I would they most likely thought I'd get very excited about it and just be like, yeah, of course. And what they were offering me was the equivalent to like £300 worth of um, lingerie mm. or clothes um, in return for me making a TikTok. Um, obviously, because I know how I've been making TikToks and I see how much goes into it. Plus, I'm, I've come from a, a point of view of being in the industry and understanding how mm. production mm. works and stuff. I could see that it wasn't a fair exchange of value. So that yeah. for £300 worth of clothes freebies it just was like I'm basically having to do my hair my makeup production lighting filming editing coming up with some funny content and all this stuff um for them to in return for like two three hundred pounds worth Mm -hmm. of clothes which which you know that's the first thing you have to kind of understand like what look at it from more of a bird's eye point of view also when you're going into collaboration into a collaboration just make sure you're looking at it from their point of view Mm -hmm. as well um they're most likely just thinking how can we get the most marketing the cheapest way possible yeah and you getting excited about getting free things unless it just works for you you're just doing this for fun Mm -hmm. it's fine but once you start getting into unpaid collaborations or even sometimes paid collaborations you do actually really start to understand that sometimes i just feel like it's not worth it Mm -hmm. it's really not so i feel like anything collaborative now Mm. Most of the time, like nine times out of ten, I, I really do think this is a bold statement to make, but I do think they're just exploiting you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would tend to agree, actually. I think that... Um, I think with collaborations in the perspective of progressing your own work, I think that it, it gets quite tricky because I think what you need to be able to see is that that work is going to be of value to both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even if it's, you know, I mean, through social media, especially Instagram, I know that there's been a, 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 a few collaborations that I've done. And I've done them mostly because I see the value in doing them together and they would have been paid work. Mm-hmm. But that was the only value that I could see. Mm-hmm. that I didn't see that me working for this company was going to bring me anything except for the financial benefit. benefit. Um, but I could see that me working for that client was going to help them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so in my mind, that was a fair collaboration. But I do often always find that um, there are some col- a, a lot of collaborations that take or that take place over social media that aren't always as fair and I think maybe what's best to do if there's you know if it's budding models that are listening right now that it's more to do with um being able to get the shots that you want you know I would I would highly recommend setting out somewhere 
that you there's an agreement between you and the photographer to have five shots if that's what you require from the shoot if it's going to be a collaboration that that will be you know edited and finished and done that you can keep or you know like you know make sure that the collaboration is fair and balanced, you know, that you're mm-hmm. both putting in as mm-hmm. much work yeah, as so you each get other, something out so of you it. get something out of it and this as well. is, like, in regards to, like, a test shoot. Test shoot. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, I've, I've actually made a lot of friends. Like, I know definitely in New York, like, I've, I've actually reached out to photographers on social media. And I, I, that's another thing that I would say, is actually don't be afraid to reach out to photographers on social media. I think mm-hmm. social media gives you this... Um, very unique setting where it feels so personal that you feel like you can just reach out yeah, to someone and ask if they want to shoot and ask if they want to shoot and I've done that plenty of times there's one photographer that I um I reached out to um I think this was how it worked out but he's a great photographer and now whenever I'm uh whenever I eventually get back to New York I will be shooting with him more regularly mm-hmm. and again this would this will be a collaboration and mm-hmm. this is still after 13 years mm-hmm. of working in the industry that I'm collaborating with mm-hmm, photographers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that I, is like really important mm-hmm. for us to put across that, you know, working models are not always being paid for the jobs that they do. Some of them are collaborations because yeah. they're working with photographers that are great because or on the same... Yeah. Benefiting you. Yeah. Um, I think there's a real level of like being fooled by certain models that you're that you know that you're getting paid for every job that you do Mm-mm. against someone that is new yep. and thinking wow that's the life that I want because the reality is actually um, a lot of the content that's put out on social media might not actually be all paid work yeah of you course know? a lot um, of things have been done for free free yeah yeah I mean yeah. even to this day I say you know I mean as long as you're selective once you get to a certain point of how much work you're, you're doing for free and if it's benefiting you yeah. to have that work and you've got the time to do it you know I would I would definitely recommend it but at the same time don't let it become the if you're if you're looking to model and it being a business where you make money just be careful that you don't uh, cross the mark of like only ever doing free work. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, question. Uh, what are, okay, so if you had to um, assess all of your journey um, being on social media, what do you think has been, what do you think is the overriding benefit of having social media? And then on the other extreme, what has been, the um worst part of having to deal with social media okay i think that the answer for both of those would be anxiety i feel like in a positive way and in a negative way so in a positive way i feel like sometimes i've 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 had a huge shoot with like a really well-known photographer and like you know a really really big team and then you kind of find them on instagram before you go to the shoot and you see that they're just a normal person they've got a dog they've got a family like they're just a normal chilled person and then it like kind of calms my anxiety before Mm -hmm. i go on set and i'm like actually we're all human like it's all good like they're not like it's not going to be mental and Mm -hmm. then it kind of puts me at ease so i think that that's definitely the whole personal side of it has definitely benefited me in some way because it just makes me brings me back down to earth a little bit and makes me just remember that actually it's all cool and like it's going to be fine on the opposite side of that I'd say the bad thing that's come out of it is again anxiety where 
you do fall into a trap sometimes, depending on you know your, your situation at the time, where if you're maybe not in so much of a good place, you can find yourself just comparing to other mm-hmm. people, which just mm-hmm. isn't great. Mm-hmm. More, more Now, I'm because I'm a bit older and I've got a lot more experience, I... If I'm ever comparing myself to someone else, it would definitely be in a constructive way. Like, wow, like she did this, I could do that too, which mm. I think is a great way to use um, comparison, like to, to benefit yourself and, and better yourself. Um, mm. And that's a healthy way to compare. But there has been times where I was a bit younger, especially when this whole Instagram thing started happening and certain people were like doing really well on it. And then you're just not, com- you're not sure how to use it and you're a bit confused where actually you just can put yourself in a really bad place um Mm. and that happened to me a few times and then I've gone on to have a detox and then I'm absolutely fine again but yeah I would say my answer to both of those would definitely be um anxiety anxiety yeah Yeah. um I'm thinking about it and I think I think for me the one great thing that came out of it while I was using it was that while I was traveling and in New York I was able to keep in touch with my family and my friends Mm -hmm. back in uh, London Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like for me that was the best way for me to um, just stay in touch and stay in the loop with them Um, the other thing that I think uh, am I allowed to have two yeah so the second one that (laughs) I think is for me is that it almost become a bit of a Pinterest board for my creative endeavors. So all the things that I love to do creatively, um, I found that like I was going on there to like get an inspiration Mm -hmm. for like, you know, ideas for my footwear and ideas for just artwork. And I, I felt like that was, I think they're the two massive benefits that came out of it. As you said, it's just connecting with the rest of the world. Um, and I would have to agree with you on the downside. Like, I think the one thing, aside from those two things being great benefit benefits, I felt like the one overriding bad thing overrode all of the good things about social media for me personally, which was that it just wasn't doing my mental health any good. Yeah. I felt like I... It, firstly, now looking back on it in hindsight, I felt like it was a massive distraction, which I wasn't acknowledging at the time. Because regardless of whether you look at it in a comparative way to how your your peers are doing in the same industry, you, there's always going to be this element of like, oh, shit, how can I get there? I need to get there. I mm-hmm. need that job. I want mm-hmm. that job. I want this job. Um, how can I look like that? I want to look like that. Then almost becoming like you want to be another person yeah. because you don't feel, you know, you're comparing yourself to these people that are on social media and quite frankly they don't even look like what they look like on social media you know (laughs) so you so you get so you just get yourself into a massive circle of just and it's self-hatred and it's never ending and I felt like it was becoming like that especially when COVID hit because then what happened was that there was nothing else to do but to sit on social media and then I think that's where my decision to come off of it um, came from, was that I ended up, you know, reading quite a few books. And so the books that I read was 10 Reasons to Delete All of Your Social Media. I love that. Um, what other books did I read? I read quite a few. Um, I'll put them in the notes section for the for the podcast yeah. later. I'll put like a little note section. But um, documentaries that I watched was... Um, 
again I'll have to it so one was about Cambridge Analytica and how they use our data to change and swing votes mm -hmm. in the US and in the UK oh, and yeah. actually other places in the world mm -hmm. um, and then there was also the other one that everyone went on about oh you yeah, the social media one the social I can't media remember one. what it was called now but yeah there was one on Netflix yeah um, the other one that I was talking about it's called the big I'm gonna put it down. I'll yeah, put it down on the yeah. on the notes later. It was it, it was in a fascinating documentary, but um, I remember from that point onwards, it really just pushed me to basically delete all of my social media platforms. Mm -hmm. And in some weird way, it made me. I don't know if it felt like a rebirth of some sort. You know, like it's. I don't know how to explain it. It wasn't uh, not as dramatic as a rebirth, mm -hmm. but you know, in the sense of like just ridding yourself of like extra baggage that you were yeah, carrying around. Yeah, so much being time and energy. Yeah. To now put back into yourself. Self. It real was just life. yeah, real life, and I Wild. I felt like deleting all of the social medias was like a real like um, like therapy session yeah. in itself. Like I actually remember. Um, like recording the moment I pressed delete on my Facebook account because I remember just feeling like that was a really pivotal time yeah not just for me but just for my mental health and and being able to record from that point onwards how things have changed in my life yeah um so I think the bad thing would be definitely mental health of course I feel like that would be the answer yeah. for a lot of people people yeah should, should we, we go on to should we do our rapid, rapid fire, fire questions yes so this is um how we end each episode we yeah. like to do our five Rapid fire questions. So who's going first? Not, not the, um, I don't mind. Who do you want to go? Should I go? I Should ask I go you. Back? Okay, yeah, go I'm gonna ask you. Okay, okay. First question. Five this time. <laughs> was it not five last time? I think it was only three. Oh, oh. No, actually, you might be right. There was five. Last I think time. it was. Okay, so what are you watching right now? What do you know? I haven't. Okay, so today was the first day in about three weeks yeah. that I switched the television on to watch a film and it was um the third Netflix what's it the to all the boys I loved or something oh I think I've seen <laughs> that one yeah oh that's but cute. I need something light-hearted um to 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 just like yeah have watch what yeah we all need a bit of that but sometimes I was basically trying to stop myself from listening to another podcast because <laughs> for the last three weeks I've been literally just listening to podcasts you loved a bit of Tim Ferriss. I do. I was literally just about to mention him, but actually, we'll come to your question. Yeah, we'll, we'll, come yeah, to, yeah. we'll definitely dedicate one yeah. of our podcasts <laughs> yeah. to him because I'm about to get into him now as well. Okay, so your second question is, what social media do you think, do you predict, do you forecast mm. is going to die out next, if any? If Facebook. It had, you, you buy Facebook. I feel yeah. like there's a really massive rate of people deleting Facebook. or deactivating yeah. their Facebook. I'm doing mine today. And I think that that's why, the reason why they bought out Instagram, because I think yeah. they foresaw the fact that Instagram was going to be the, the, the main runner. Mm -hmm. You know, like the one that's going to do well. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right. If you could only have one social media platform, I feel like you've already answered this, yeah. but if you had to have one, what would it be? Instagram, I yeah. think. Right. Um, what is your favourite thing about your job, about modelling? Um, I actually wrote about this earlier, and I think my main... The one take... The, the main takeaway I get from the job is meeting really freaking cool people. Yeah. Like, um, it doesn't matter where I am in the world doing this job, but I honestly... Like, literally the other day, 
Um, I was thinking about all the cool people that I'd met just being a model and I just couldn't believe that I had access to so many cool minds mm -hmm. and being able to, to talk to these people on mm -hmm. a day-to-day -day basis of, and all be as passionate or enjoy the job as much as I do. Yeah, I would agree with that. And of course, because this is your book, what book are you currently reading? So I was just, I've literally been reading a couple of books. So the, the book that I'm actually reading, you know, in depth in the sense that I've got like paper beside it, taking down notes and writing down notes in the margins and stuff. Annotations. Is, yeah, annotations and everything is um, Cal Newport's So Good They Can't Ignore You. Mm. Um, it's a really interesting take on how he basically says the opposite of not to do what you're passionate about to find passion in the things that you do day to day and that's what you end up becoming passionate and great wow i love that um and that's it's sick. really interesting because i think that we've been trained for a long time to think that we should just do what we are passionate about mm -hmm. but honestly no one actually knows what they're passionate about i don't think mm -hmm. until they do something yeah that makes them realize their passion yeah um so that's one book and i've literally just finished um uh well finished two books it was the uh the wife between us mm -hmm. and uh one thousand true fans which was a great read one thousand true fans was basically explaining um how beneficial it is to just focus on a really small part of being great at one thing that you, that you do or mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. and how that will have a ripple effect, effect on everything, on everything. Um, really interesting um that's it that's your five three, questions oh is that it yeah oh, that's <laughs> okay so in true tim ferris fashion because oh, i'm gosh. literally obsessed with this guy okay i've actually taken questions from from his rapid fire i bet you have because i think they're great they're great questions okay um the first one is um if you could only gift one book um what would that book be i already know the power of now i think everyone needs oh, okay. to use yeah, it yeah, yeah, okay. i feel like everyone should read the power of now because it just again it ties in so ni nicely with mm -hmm. social media it just helps you really um you know um just really appreciate the present moment and focus on the present okay. moment so yeah um and is that the book i mean this is a part a question part okay. a question to that one um is that the one that you've gifted the most as well have you gifted that one the have most? i gifted that i mean i haven't actually physically gifted it to anyone but i've definitely recommended, recommended it the it. most okay um number two what was the first thing you did or thought when you opened your eyes this morning Oh, what was the first thing I thought when I opened mm. my eyes this morning? If it's a part of the theme, don't worry, we can skim over No, that, no, but... no. I think it was that I just slept for so long. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I've just got back from Kerala and I feel like my sleep pattern's been all over the place. And I kid you not, I slept for 16 hours last night. Don't anyone judge me. Next. When she messaged me that, I was so <laughs> impressed because I don't think I've ever done 16 In your hours. life. I think 12 has been my max, wow. but 16 is a good, you can't do it <laughs> Um, third question. What's your star sign? I am a Scorpio. Part A of that question. Okay. Do you think you uh, do you think you encompass a Scorpio? Yeah. Okay. I'm wearing all black right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Where is your, this is question four, where is your next travel destination? I really want to go to Zanzibar. I've, uh, we've been talking about it this mm-hmm. morning. Um, yeah, I definitely, definitely am going to Zanzibar next. Zanzibar. Yeah. Okay. And fifth and final question. If you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, yeah. but it's one song that instantly ups your mood, what would that song be? Oh my God. I don't know. Maybe something by Ed Sheeran. Okay. I don't know what song though. Is there one song that you go to, you know, like if you're getting ready or you're like, you're ready to just be in a good mood, then you just, is that like one of your like go-to songs? I feel like Ed Sheeran's like not that vibe, right? It's like, unless it's like a really upbeat song. What song would, what song would get you up to dance? Like, you know, I just do like, like really Drake like One Dance. Okay, yeah. That, that just reminds song. me of us in that, that summer. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah really it came good. on the other day. And, like, Did it? Yeah. It always reminds me of It reminds really me really of that was such a good year. It was yeah, like 2016. 16, yeah. Yeah, 2016. such a good year. Um, that's the end of your rapid fire Yay, questions. Yeah, I right? passed the Tim Ferriss rapid yeah, fire yeah, question yeah. test. <laughs> I was a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie when you said Tim Ferriss. He's so cool. I literally love him. I would also highly recommend listening along with our podcast, to his Tim podcast, Ferris. because they're great. And you can literally put them on in the background and have them have him speak words of wisdom to you while you're working. While you're cooking your dinner. Yeah. While you're I'm going to do dinner. it tonight. Mm-hmm. So um, the next, I mean, by all means, send in your, your questions. Like, we'd love to hear if you've got any opinions or anything about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we have now got a Instagram account, which you can um, contact us us via and an email um address oh, yeah we do um so and then obviously by all means if you'd like to contact us individually we have those in the bio of um we'll link everything for you yeah guys. we'll link everything for you and as for the next episode we are actually thinking of doing i'm going to do a question answer format for shivani in the sense of um getting into the nitty-gritty of her um career um so also if you have any questions that you'd like answers but answered by shivani and um, send those in too um <laughs> and i'm going to do the same yeah so that'll kind of be the next two episodes so yeah just so you can get to know it a little bit better, better. and yeah. then we'll go on to the next few episodes yeah exciting so we'll see you next week we'll see you in the next one guys